Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. It's your boy Nightmare K Hall back at it again with another podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, ah man, the ETFs, man, didn't they pull a fast one on us, Bitcoiners, and people who thought there was going to be a pump in Bitcoin? Well, folks, Bitcoin's back at 41,000. <laughs> and I think it's going to go lower here in the next uh, two months. So, folks, I'm super excited. I bought some more Satoshis, added it to cold storage. Um, to continue to hodl my Bitcoin. And yes, I moved my Bitcoin out of Lightning, my non-custodial Lightning wallet. Not all of it, but most of it. Moved it back into Dogecoin. I'm going to transfer on-chain with Doge for a little while. And I'll jump back to Lightning here in a couple months. Um, just right now, I'm just going to do some on-chain transacting right now with Doge. Just play around with it. Um, you guys know me, I'm an open Bitcoiner, so I move around protocols all the freaking time, peer-to-peer protocols as well. But anyway, folks, this is the Crypto and Xbox Gaming News Podcast, folks, so I hope everybody's weekend is going well, mine is going pretty good, work was pretty well as well. Um, if you haven't heard of yet, if you are new here, I just want to let you know, I will not be going to South Africa. My flight technically is tomorrow on Monday, but I will not be going to South Africa. As you guys know, I don't have the hours to cover it for work. So I will not be traveling until February. Um, around Valentine's Day, I'll be going to Phoenix, Arizona, uh, to get some hot weather, beautiful sun, and palm trees, folks. So yes, I will be going down to... Freaking Phoenix, Arizona, February on Valentine's Day, so just to spend some time away from this ice-cold, snowy weather in upstate New York. It's absolutely disgusting. I hate the wintertime. I hate snow. Everybody knows this. They ever knows me throughout life. I cannot stand the snow. But anyway, folks, we got a lot of news to talk about, but before we get into the news, um, I just want to say that right now in Bitcoin, folks... I just want to talk about something real real quick, and that with Bitcoin, folks, people will never understand how much Bitcoin changed my life. That and altcoins, the altcoins I think have utility, have changed my life for the better. Um, It's just really an honor, man. Like I can't thank, you know, Allah, my God that I believe in, the Supreme Being. I cannot thank the Supreme Being enough for everything. The Supreme Being has blessed me with, especially being in this crypto space, Bitcoin and altcoin space. Like, it's just amazing. The people I've met in Bitcoin, um, some of the people I've met in other altcoin spaces like Solana, Dogecoin, um, what is that, Tron uh, as well. Just some of the great people I've met. It's just absolutely amazing. Um, But everybody knows Bitcoin is my first love when it comes to digital assets. Uh, Bitcoin will always be my first love, was things that changed my financial future. Um, Dogecoin will always be my favorite as far as cryptocurrencies goes. Um, I just love Doge. It's a coin I've always had love for. Um, but I just use Doge as a payment network, peer-to-peer, because um, you can transact on-chain, which is nice. One minute uh, confirmation times, 15 confirmations, so 15 minutes. Um, but it's freaking awesome, pretty fast. I love it. The fees are pretty cheap. Um, Bitcoin, I understand now the hodl culture when it comes to Bitcoin. Um, a lot of us will be retiring in 2050, especially if you're millennial or Gen Z. I think it's 2060 or 2070, but I think it's 2060 or 2065 for Gen Z. 
But uh, for millennials like myself, man, we'll be retiring here by 2050, man. And you definitely want to have a nest egg. Um, so that's why Bitcoin cold storage is very important. Taking self-custody is very important. I get why the uh, maxes are very hardcore when it comes to hollowing because they're looking towards their retirement. We all know 401ks are a scam. We all know 401ks are based in fiat. You know what I mean? So um, now I know people say, well, nightmare, you can use swan, blah, blah, blah. Nah, I just rather take self-custody and do the cold storage myself. Um, the Lightning Network, it's okay, it's good, it works, but it cannot scale, and I don't think it needs to, personally, because I don't think billions of people are going to be using the Lightning Network, to be honest, I really don't, I don't think billions of people are, are going to be using any of these cryptocurrencies, except for stable coins, to be honest, but, uh, for the handful of us, Lightning works pretty well, um, I like it, I like the Phoenix Wallet, but... Sometimes, folks, I get into my moods where I just want to just transact on-chain, the blockchain, so that's why I use Doge a lot as well. Um, like I said, it's my favorite. Bitcoin is my first love because it changed my financial future for the better. Um, Dogecoin will always be my favorite, though. Again, it's one of those coins I use to... It makes people angry when I talk about Doge, which is absolutely hilarious. And it's not about the fiat gains or Elon Musk pumping the price or anything like that. It's just that I've always looked at that coin for me to use on chain. You know, especially after 2014 when Bitcoin on chain started slowing down and, you know, and things like that. And just the fees started skyrocketing. It was absolutely ridiculous. But anyway, let's get into the crypto markets, folks. And I'll talk more about this towards the end of the show. So we got Bitcoin at $41,616.61. We have Ethereum, $2,469.60. Tether, $0.99. BNB, $317.32. Solana's at $92.23. XRP, $0.55. USDC is a dollar. Lido State Ether, $2,467.95. Cardano, $0.51. Dogecoin's at $0.08. Avalanche is at $32.97, Tron's at $0.11, Polkadot $6.89, Chainlink $15.60, Tuncoin Ton $2.27, Polygon $0.79, Rap BTC $41,532.44, Shiba Inu. Uh, <clears throat> so it's at $94.69 millions and one penny, Litecoin $71.12. Cents dies at ninety nine cents. Internet computer eleven dollars and thirty two cents. Uniswap six dollars forty six cents. Bitcoin Cash two hundred thirty nine dollars and twenty seven cents. Cosmo Hub nine dollars eighty six cents. Leo Token three dollars ninety nine cents. Ethereum Classic twenty four dollars sixty one cents. Stellar eleven cents. OKB fifty three dollars seventy two cents. Near Protocols at two dollars and ninety eight cents. We have Optimism three dollars and twenty one cents. We have Injective. $36,007. We have Monero XMR at $160,002. Aptos $8.54. Filecoin $5.51. Satya $17.24. We have the first digital USD. $1 at number 36 on the charts. Folks, this is insane. Lido Dow $2.91. Hadera's at $0.07. Cents. Immutable $1.92. Abitron is at $1.84. Caspa $0.10. Kronos, eight cents. Mantle, sixty-seven cents. Stacks, a dollar forty-seven. V chains at two pennies. True USDs at ninety-eight cents. 
Makers at one thousand nine hundred eighty-six dollars. Q and T is at one hundred fifteen dollars. C is at sixty-seven cents. Bitten Soren is at two hundred fifty dollars and eighty cents. Rocket Pool E two thousand seven hundred ten dollars and thirty cents. The Graph sixteen cent render. Three dollars and ninety-eight cents. Bitcoin Satoshi Vision seventy-four dollars sixteen cents. Ave ninety-seven dollars thirty-five cent. Ord sixty-seven dollars and thirteen cents. Multiverse X fifty-two dollars twenty-four cents. Algorand is at seventeen cents. Doorchain Rune four dollars and sixteen cents. I think Rune will go lower. I may buy back in Rune a little later. Sue is at a dollar ten. Uh, Nana a dollar fifteen. Uh, flow seventy nine cents. Sats is at six pennies. Synthetic Network is at three dollars and thirty cents. And we have DYDX two dollars and eighty one cents. Those are your top sixty five cryptos, folks. So, folks, we have over twelve thousand three hundred thirty eight coins. Exchange is nine hundred eighty. Market cap is at one point seven two trillion. We have. BTC's DOM is at 47.4%. ETH is at 17.2%. Ethereum's gas fees are at 12. Goya and the mempool for Bitcoin right now is at 56 sats per B-byte. High priority. Medium priority is 52 sats per V-byte. Low priority is 47 sats per V-byte. And no priority is at 47 sats per V-byte. Look like the fees are going back up. Right now, the average block time is 11.7 minutes, folks. That's right. The block time, average block time is getting slower, folks. That is not a good sign for Bitcoin. That is, yeah, that's starting to look kind of concerning, folks. Uh, a lot of Bitcoiners are ignoring this issue. I've been seeing it a little bit since uh, December. Kind of frightening to see, folks. Uh, I know people don't like to talk about increased block size, but... That is not good that average block time is starting to increase. That is not that is not a good thing at all. Don't let any Bitcoin maxi fool you on that. Anyway, <clears throat> let's get into the Bitcoin and altcoin news. So we got Bitcoin's dominance surges past 51% in the pre-having phase. What's next? So BTC, the world's first cryptocurrency, has been... Alternating lower lows a week after the iconic approval to spot Bitcoin ETFs. In addition, the BTC price extended below the 42,000 level. Moreover, Bitcoin's dominance has peaked in the pre-having phase and crypto analysts are now expecting Bitcoin to hit the bottom, which could propel all coins higher. Bitcoin's dominance and analyst prediction. According to TradingView analysis, Bitcoin's dominance has grown to 51.24%, representing a 0.19 increase on Saturday, January 20th. Michael Van D. Poppy, a crypto analyst on social media, highlighted that Bitcoin dominance is peaking right before the halving impending in April. In addition, he mentioned that history is repeating itself. Pop, it has happened in 2016, 2020, it seems like to happen in 2024 as well. Furthermore, he stated that if Bitcoin bottoms out, all coins would outperform the largest crypto. Hence, we can comprehend that a mega altcoin rally is indeed impending. On the other hand, Credit Bull Crypto, another analyst, took to X and suggests that Bitcoin has to surge past the red area noted in the chart he shared. The chart indicated that if BTC breaks above 42500 a completely... Reversal of the bear trend could take place. However, the analyst added that 
Failing to break out from this level in the first attempt itself could lead to further lows, he wrote. If we fail to clear it on the first attempt, I think forming a range here from <clears throat> for one more sweep of the lows to clean up that double bottom before a second attempt makes sense. The analyst then mentioned that the drop wouldn't be major and overly bearish outlook isn't needed. He underscored that the 40000 to 40500 range has acted as a strong support for Bitcoin since December 11, 2023, which serves as a reliable bottom zone for this range as a reversal is very possible from here. Bitcoin Price Action Bitcoin currently trading near 41500 suggests a massive 15% decline from its high of 48969 recorded right after the approval of the spot Bitcoin ETFs. However, on Saturday, the crypto value rebounded slightly as of writing, the Bitcoin price was up by 0.63% as it traded at $41,627.47. Which list the oldest crypto market cap <clears throat> was recorded to be $816.51 billion, up by 0.71%. On the other hand, the trade volume dipped significantly. In the past 24 hours, the trading volume for BTC plunged by 16.81% to 22.17 billion. Earlier, the crypto locked the day high of $42,134.16 before plumbing below the $42,000 mark. So, folks, some very interesting moves in BTC land right now. I'm actually loving it because I get to buy the dip. And yes, all coins did pump. Dogecoin had a major surge that was, I think it was like, uh, it was over 14% surge. So, I took some profits off the table. I put them in. Freaking cold source for BTC and lock those profits away. So there's nothing wrong with taking profits at all with your altcoins. There's nothing wrong with that at all, folks. And actually, it saves you on uh, dollar cost averaging every week. It actually is a bonus for you as well. But anyway, moving on. Why Bitcoin has yet to enter a real bull market territory. I've been telling y'all this for a while now. Bitcoin is currently at a pivotal juncture, raising questions about its true state in the financial system. Recent data reveals a complex picture characterized by increased selling activity and shifting ownership patterns. This analyst derives into why, despite some bullish signals, Bitcoin has yet to fully embrace a genuine bull market phase. The real Bitcoin bull market has begun, according to Bitcoin analysis firm into the block. Bitcoin has seen a six consecutive week of inflows into centralized exchanges. Nearly two billion in net deposits have been recorded since December. This trend is commonly is this trend is commonly interpreted as a signal of increased BTC selling activity. Delving deeper, it appears that Bitcoin ownership is shifting. Indeed, the average holding time of transacted Bitcoin Coins hit a record high recently. This trend suggests that long-standing holders are beginning to move their asset, decreasing Bitcoin holdings. Balanced by BTC holdings source into the block, increasingly address holding over 1,000 BTC have decreased their holdings, while those with fewer than 1,000 BTC have decreased theirs in January. I'm one of those. On the other hand, the balance held by short-term holders has been on the rise since October 2023, a trend typically associated with bull markets. Still, the current market scenario does not mirror the typical characteristics of previous tops, according to Into the Block. 
a lack of volume compared to previous bull markets, a limited decrease in long-term hodlers balance, and, and a very modest NVRV ratio of 1.88 imply that Bitcoin is most likely suffering a temporary setback and is yet to enter the real bull market territory. Analysis at Into the Block said, Bitcoin NVR, uh, NVRV ratio source Into the Block one, a senior researcher at Into the Block told being in crypto about the need for caution in interpreting these trends. He pointed out that Bitcoin has not undergone a significant pullback in six months. Such a trend may indicate that the recent downturn, downward movement could be a natural market correction. Until we've seen things like the consistent distribution of assets from long-term holders to short-term holders, NVRV ratio of more than 2.5 and a significant spike in transaction and volume, it is too early to call the end of the bull market. <clears throat> this nuanced understanding of the crypto market dynamics underlines the importance of thoroughly analysis in the cryptocurrency market. So folks, there's a lot of things going on. And I understand his freaking comment about why we have an interest into no bull market, but folks, it's the first quarter. We always have a pullback in the first quarter. And there will be a huge pullback in March. It happens every single year. Every single year we get a massive event that makes the cryptocurrency market and the stock market pull have a major pullback. It happens every year. So I'm waiting for that pullback, folks. I'm not going to lie. I bought more Solana as well. Staking more Solana. Staking more Tron as well. Um, getting those rewards. And uh, keep adding to my stack and continue to dollar cost average every weekend. Uh, BTC and cold storage, keep that offline as well. And uh, Dogecoin has become my on chain coin for now for transacting on a daily basis and using bit refill. So it is what it is. But anyway, folks, let's move on to Ethereum. So, Ethereum ETF to bring max pain for BTC dominance traders say. So top analyst and crypto commentary who goes by hedge underscore X on X formerly known as Twitter is sure that Ethereum has all chance to outshine BTC in the coming bull run. Max Payne for Bitcoin's dominance. Traders skeptical about BTC. BTC, the largest cryptocurrency, is going to set a new all-time high in this cycle. However, even over 100000 per BTC will be disappointing for many Bitcoiners. Corn is going higher this cycle, but many will be disappointed at 100k peak. ETH has much more upside potential with many more future catalysts, including ETF. <clears throat> Max Payne for BTC. By contrast, Ethereum has way more impressive upside potential compared to the orange coin. Among other catalysts, Ethereum has possible ETF approval ahead. This might be an amazing catalyst for the next ETH rally. It should be noted that Ethereum is getting closer to EIP 4844 or Pro Proto Dank Shardy upgrade activity. It is set to change the game in L2s and make them more resource effectively. As such, the analyst is positive about the potential of Total 2, an indicator of accumulated cryptocurrency market capitalization excluding BTC. The Bitcoin dominance indicator is due to go through maximum pain, the trader concluded. Legal status of Ether is crucial for ETH 
ETF approval. <clears throat> In January 2024, Bitcoin's dominance is losing momentum. After resting local high over 55% on January 9th, it lost 7.5%, 4. 4.6 points in less than 10 days. Ethereum ETF is one of the most anticipated events for the cryptocurrency segment in 2024. The community experts are mildly optimistic about its potential approval. However, the core possesses between the U.S. SEC and crypto exchange over illegal security offering might affect the timeline of the ETF approval. Together with other large cap altcoins, Ether is one of the tokens that the SE claimed to be unregistered securities. So folks, <clears throat> according to this analyst, this trader, he's saying that the Ethereum ETF will bring massive pain to BTC's dominance. Do I believe that? Not really, but we shall see, man. This is going to be interesting, man. This summer is going to be very, very interesting. This spring, if they approve the Ethereum ETF, I wonder what will happen to the BTC's dominance, though. That's going to be very, very interesting, to be honest. Something to keep your eye on. But anyway, moving on. So Ethereum price battle support. Will $2,400 hold? So Ethereum price fell this week, but trades above an important horizon support area. Despite the... Despite the decrease, ETH still trades inside a short-term bullish pattern. Will it break out? Ethereum falls after rejection. The ETH price has increased inside an ascending parallel channel since October 2023. The upward movement led to a high of $2,717 on January 12th. While this seemed to cause a breakout from the channel, ETH fell shortly afterward, validating it as resistant red icon and creating a bearish candlestick. Ethereum has fallen since, since and is approaching an important horizon support area. The RSI is a momentum indicator traders use to evaluate whether a market is overbought or oversold or whether to accumulate or sell an asset. Reading above 50 and an upward trend suggests that bulls still have an advantage, while reading below 50 indicate the opposite. The daily RSI gives a mixed reading. While the indicator is falling, is it still above 50? What do analysts say? Cryptocurrency analysts and traders on X are divided on the future trend. Crypto Tony noted that the importance of the 2400 level suggests that whether it holds or falls can determine the future trend. Income Sharks is bullish because the anticipation of OBV breakout. However, credible crypto is still bearish. He tweeted, looks like the bearish scenario on ETH has played out. Would have been a beautiful short if I hadn't closed, but it is what it is. As per my last tweet, think we have a bit lower to finish cleaning up these lows, and then I think RR will shift in favor of longs. If price prediction bounce incoming, unlike the daily chart, the six hour one shows that ETH has traded inside a inside a descending wedge since the affirmation high. The descending wedge is considered a bullish pattern, which usually leads to breakouts. Today, ETH bounced at the wedge support trend line, green icon, which consolidates with the 0.5 FBI retracement support level. Despite the bounce, the RSI is still below 50, failing to confirm the possibility of a reversal. If ETH breaks out, it can reach the channel's resistant trend line at $2,700, an increase of 9% from the current price. 
Despite this bullish ETH price prediction, closing below the wedge support line at $2,410 can trigger an 8% drop to the channel support trend line at $2,300. So there you go, folks. Very interesting with Ethereum, man. I'm not sure if it's going to hold. I don't think it will, personally. Um, I really don't. Yeah, I, I really don't. I think it's going to fall. I think come Monday, we're going to have a pullback like nobody's business. And, uh, yeah, we could see some more uh, red coming up next week for sure. Um, but we will see. We'll keep our eye on it. But anyway, folks, let's talk about Tron. So, crypto analyst company Messe published its latest report on Tron. What's the latest outlook on TRX? And folks, we never really talk about Tron on this channel, on this podcast at all. So let's get into it. So cryptocurrency analyst company Messe recently published a report on Tron and its network, revealing important information about the status of Tron in Q4 2023. According to the report, TRX market cap increased significantly from $5 billion to $9.4 billion, an 87% increase compared to the previous year, solidifying TRX's position as one of the largest crypto assets by market capitalization. Despite this growth, TRX has underperformed the broader crypto market, which grew by 54% in Q4. As a result, TRX's ranking among all cryptocurrency dropped two spots to 12th. Q4 revenue in the U.S. dollars increased 14% from the previous quarter, from $105 million to $119 million. Last year, Tron generated $424 million in fee revenue, ranking third among all networks in fee generation. The only networks with more fees in 2023 are Ethereum, $2.5 billion, and Bitcoin at $797.9 million. The total amount of stakes increased by 4% compared to the previous year, reaching 46.1 billion TRX stake 2.0 uses continues to grow, with 30% of stake supply choosing this option. Continuing its strong performance to 2023, USDT on Tron grew by 11% in the fourth quarter. At the end of the quarter, 50% of all UST issue were on Tron. STUS DT on trial became the second largest real-world asset protocol in Q4. Over 2.2 billion USDT has been deposited in the protocol. The circulating supply of TRX is affected by two parameters. All transaction fees paid in TRX are burned, leading to uh, deflationary pressure on the TRX supply. In addition, the new TRX enters the circulating token supply as rewards by for. <clears throat> Let me read that again. I am sorry. In addition, the new TRX enters the circulating token supply as rewards for stakers and block producers. In Q4 2023, the circulating supply of TRX decreased from $89 billion to $88 billion from the previous quarter, making TRX one of the few deflationary Tier 1 networks. In the fourth quarter of 2023, the number of daily active addresses remained flat, and decreased to 1.5 million, a slight decrease of 2% compared to the previous quarter. Daily new addresses also decreased slightly in the fourth quarter, decreasing by 2% to 185,000. Well, folks, Tron is making some moves, folks. It is making moves, and I told you guys four years ago in 2020, I told you guys I had a lot of confidence in Tron. I had a lot of confidence in Tron. And it is paying off for me now. 
it is definitely paying off for me now. And I do believe it's going to pay for me in the future as well. So let's get into Dogecoin. Hot moments in Dogecoin. Doge and experience a strong rally. Here's why. So Dogecoin. Price started a sudden rally and rose 5% in just minutes. Doge, which was around 7 cents before the rise, is trading at 8 cents at the time of writing this article. The reason for the rally was the confirmation that the X payments account belonged to X payments, which will create the payment system while Elon Musk company X belongs to the X management. A Bitcoin uh a Bitcoinsystem.com, we previously informed you that the X payments account was transferred to X management yesterday. The same news also included hints that Doge might be affected by this development. With the confirmation that a payment system will be established on X, the price of Dogecoin, Elon Musk's favorite altcoin, began to rise. Doge fans hope that Musk will also use Doge in his payment system and seem to be speculating in that direction. However, Musk recently stated that he did not think much about cryptocurrency. Oh boy. I can see a pullback in Doge Monday. <laughs> but uh, yeah, folks, we shall see. But yes, Elon Musk still has an effect on Doge. And I know people are going to say, well, why is Doge a fit? Because I was in Doge long before Elon was here. I was in Doge in 2014. Again, it's because Bitcoin and the fees started going up and the on-chain network started going slow. So I needed to adopt something. So I chose to adopt Dogecoin. And to this day, I still use Doge on-chain using the blockchain. What's going on with Cardano? ADA, the latest report says a lot. So Cardano, the eighth largest cryptocurrency by market capitalization, is booming with several developments and new workers. According to the most recent weekly report released by Cardano Builder Input Output Global, IOG, 157 projects have been launched, with 1,319 projects now being built on Cardano. What's going down on Cardano? Check out this week's development update on Essential, Cardano, and stay Ahead of all the latest development core technology wallets and services, smart contracts and scaling and governance. Native tokens total 9.45 million across 93,021 token policy. Plutus version 1 scripts are at 6,332, while Plutus version 2 scripts are now at 17,531. The total transactions on Cordano are now 83.4 million. The beginning of 2024 has seen new releases and upgrades. The, the Marlowe team just announced the release of Marlowe 0.3.0, which includes many milestones. The first Hydro release of 2024 version 0.15.0 has gone live. Cordano also released node volume 8-7-3, which fixed a minor issue with, with, uh, what's that, Ouroboros Network. The Lance wallet has also been upgraded to version 1.8. According to IOG, the Ledger team has introduced several features in recent weeks, including new Ledger events and increase in the URL uh, length limit, consistent queries, and adjacent uh, instances. <clears throat> the, what is that? The Mildred team has also finalized the client implementation in Explorer, allowing for direct certificated 
certificate verification from the browser in addition to team upgrade the DevNet to support the Conway error enabled the mirrored error maker reader on the Cordano chain during the end-to-end -end testing. In addition, Project Catalyst is nearing the end of its community review moderation period. More than 70,000 moderations have been submitted by around 250 active level 2 moderators. In the last 15 years, a rush of advancements in the field of quantum enhanced protocols have proposed new ways in which financial systems may benefit from quantum technology. In this regard, IOG will support an upcoming collaboration, collaboration workshop with the School of Informatics, IOG Chief Scientist, Kalaitis, Ethereum researcher Justin Drake, and other predominant industry and academic specialists. At the time of writing, Cordano's ADA coin was up 3.62% in the last 24 hours trading at 51 cents. So there you go, folks. That is all the news for the Bitcoin and altcoin space. But folks, a lot of work is being happening on altcoins. A lot of things going on right now. Bitcoin is kind of just staying stagnant at 41000 over $600 right now. But uh, there's a lot of work being happening in uh, Bitcoin as well. Layer 2 Solutions, Fediment. Um, I think E, I think, uh, what is that? Cashew is, uh, getting an upgrade as well. It's going to integrate with Fediment, which is going to be very interesting as well. But, uh, let's get into some Xbox gaming news. So these 20 games are coming to Xbox next week. So we got, uh, let's take a look. So we have Howl. We have Stumble Guys. We have Remains. We have Devil Inside Us, Root of Evil. We have Phantom Abyss version 1.0. We have the House of Da Vinci. We have Crocs World 4. We have S Catch 2, The Painter Cat. We have Tagging 8 coming out. That's right, folks. Tagging 8 coming out this week. Uh, so that should be interesting, folks. So very interesting games coming out. That's not the whole list, but you'll be able to check out the whole entire list in the description below on this podcast. And last but not least, folks, Quake 6, that's right, was teased at Xbox Developer, was teased at Xbox Developer Direct, and we didn't even spot it. You damn right, folks. So Quake 6 was right there. So the dust is beginning to sell Xbox Developer Direct 2024, but not before fans have managed to extract one final teaser from the showcase. During Machine Games, Indiana Jones in a Great Circle segment, Bethesda seemed to have teased a new Quake game. Yep, during a section of Indiana Jones Developer Chit Chat, a whiteboard is shown featuring what looks to be Quake 6 alongside the series' famous logo. Here's a quick clip of the very segment, and there it is, folks. There it is on the left side. You see it, Quake 6, and the symbol of Quake. Now, Quake 5 doesn't actually exist, so we assume Bethesda and developer ID software class Quake Champions as the fifth Quake game. In this case, it's looking like the team's next franchise entry will be a new mainline Quake title. We haven't heard anything else on this project yet, but it now looks very likely indeed. The team recently released a fantastic version of Quake 2, and with ID software, 
dropping its last major game, Doom Eternal, way back in 2020. Time could be very soon for a new Quake reveal. Let's see what the next Xbox showcase brings. Folks, now, back in the day, back in the early 2000s, I used to play Quake. I used to play Quake 3 on PC. Quake 3 was my favorite shooter of all time. It's my favorite shooter of all time. It's an amazing game. Absolutely awesome. I love playing with mouse and keyboard. It's absolutely amazing. It was fun. Playing against the computer on, I think it was Nightmare level. I think that was the hardest level. It was Nightmare. It was absolutely insane. It was absolutely awesome. I remember playing Quake 3. I did play Quake 4. Quake 4 was cool. I didn't play Quake 5. Uh, and if Quake 6 is anything like Quake 3, dude, I might have to pick up Quake 6. I might have to pick it up. I might have to do it. We will see. But anyway, folks, that is the show. Everything, all the articles will be in the link in the description below. But let me go back to what I was talking about earlier at the beginning of the show. So, folks, I, like I said before, I understand the hotel culture now. I had to do some deep soul diving. I had to really do some really deep and investigative research. I understand it now. Bitcoin right now is a store of value. It really is. Um, I finally have come around to it um, as well. As I'm aging and getting older and I'm getting closer to retirement, obviously. I know 2050s, uh, <laughs> like 26 years away, but still, 26 years goes pretty quick. So, I mean, 26 years ago, I was fucking 10 years old, for God's sakes. But, because uh, I'll be 36 here in like uh, eight days. My birthday is next Monday. So, uh, yeah, so it's very, very interesting, folks, um, but I get it now. So, there's nothing wrong with putting your Satoshis in cold storage, especially if you're saving for retirement. If you're like me, that works overnight and you have a 401k with your job, you know that fiat's not going to be worth anything in the future when you retire. So, the best thing you can do is... Dollar cost averaging Satoshis. <coughs> and I apologize, I'm getting sick. So excuse me for the uh the uh sniffles. But anyway, um what I was saying. So you want a dollar cost average in Satoshis for this reason. And the reason why is because you want to save for retirement. If you're a millennial or a Gen Zer and you have 401k at your job, and with the advancement of artificial intelligence. Uh, advancements in artificial general intelligence, you're probably not going to have a job in the next five to seven years anyway. So you're probably going to lose your job here in the next five to seven years. People are getting laid off as we speak right now. And those are going to increase as the year goes on and the years go on as well. So most of us will most likely not be able to retire by the year 2050. If we're lucky, we might be able to retire early. Um, and you're not going to have enough to live off that 401k that you put in every week or every two weeks from your paycheck at your freaking day or overnight job, right? So you need something else. So the best asset store value is Bitcoin, especially for the digital age. So that's why the hollow culture is very strict 
in Bitcoin. That's why you have a lot of Bitcoins that said, I will never spend my Bitcoin. I will never use Lightning. I will never transact in it ever, ever, ever. It's because they understand, men and women, understand that they're fucked when it comes to retirement. They're fucked. They're completely screwed. Because fiat will be worthless by the time they retire. Um, and it's not even going to be worth having that money when, when they give it to you on a monthly basis and things like that. So that is why they're very passionate. That is my conclusion of it. Um, but other than that, folks, I mean, I can transact on Doge. I have no problem. And I understand people are going to say, well, what happens when Doge has, goes back to a nickel or four cents nightmare? You're going to lose a shit ton of money. Yeah. That may droop, but you forgot that I have Doge on the Thorchain Dex that's getting me yield. And then I have a second Doge wallet for spending. So I don't care if that wallet, I don't care if that wallet, uh, loses, uh, value because I know eventually it's gonna go up over time. So I'm not worried about that one because that's just a spend Doge wallet to begin with. Um, as far as BTC, I have started to get into the whole hollow thing um as far as hollowing my bitcoin and not really using lightning anymore um i will use lightning when i'm at conferences or i'm traveling outside the u.s um when i go to conferences outside of the u.s because that's when i'm going to start doing votes really start going to conference outside the u.s and i'm pretty much done going to conferences in the u.s they're pretty boring i mean i had a lot of fun at pacific bitcoin last year i'm not sure if i'm going again this year we will see um, I may not, I may wait it out and go to El Salvador's conference in November, uh, depending on what they're having in November again this year. Um, so we'll see, but I definitely want to go there. I definitely want to go to Honey Badger as well. That's in August. So we will see what happens, man. Um, I definitely want to go to a blockchain conference. Um, I know they have one in May in uh, in Hong Kong. Uh, we'll see. Um, I'm not sure if I will go to that conference, but we will definitely see. I may not go to the uh, conference that's over here in Connecticut, the Nostrum Bitcoin Freedom Fest. I may not go there, but we will see, folks. Um, I'm definitely going to keep my eye on that blockchain conference in Hong Kong. It would definitely be a blessing for me to get to Hong Kong, um, to see China for myself. Um, not mainland China, but you know Hong Kong is just outside of mainland China. But it would be interesting to see it um, for myself, take pictures, lots of videos, talk to locals, um, get their perspective on Bitcoin and altcoins and things like that. Um, it would absolutely be an amazing trip if I could pull that off, but we will see. Um, got a lot of trips coming up. I have Phoenix in February. I have a trip in March to see my father. And then April, I'm not doing anything. And then May is really going to be a very interesting month, um, especially if I decide to go to Hong Kong. So April, I'll probably make my decision I'm going to Hong Kong or not um, and go to that blockchain conference because I definitely want to. I still love blockchain and I have no problem going to a blockchain conference at all. As far as Solana goes, folks, I've added more Solana. Um, I'm staking it right now. Um, getting those uh, weekly rewards every two days after I had to sit in the staking protocol for six days before I got my first reward. 
but it is worth it. Um, so a lot of that's actually having a pullback, so I'm very happy about that. Took advantage of that pullback. Got more soul. Um, stacking more Satoshis. Love the pullback right now. Stacking more Satoshis. Dollar cost averaging there. I love Noster. Noster's absolutely amazing, folks. If you're not on Noster, definitely get on Noster. It's absolutely awesome. I'm loving Noster. I love the interaction I have with people on there. People actually respond. It's small. It's a community-driven, decentralized network. I love Noster. Way better than Twitter. Way better than any social centralized shitcoin fucking platform we have out there. Um, I definitely want to go on Noster. Um, event um, outside the U.S. I know they're having one at Bitcoin Magazine. Um, that I am not going to. Not Nashville. I, as much as I like Nashville, I am not going to Nashville for that. I hate Bitcoin. I do not hate Bitcoin. I dislike Bitcoin Magazine. Um, I think uh, some of those people at Bitcoin Magazine are clowns, to be honest. But um, But for me... Really, folks, just traveling out to the U.S. is something I really want to accomplish this year. I'm very upset I couldn't go to South Africa, but it's all for a good reason. So I think the Supreme Being Allah really wants me to go to Prague in June. So again, we will see, man. May is going to be a tough one. Like, if I do go to Hong Kong, I really, really, really can't go big in Solana, and I really can't go big in Bitcoin. I have to dollar cost average for both of those. Um, and really, Solana, I really don't have to dollar cost average anymore because I'm getting those rewards every week. Um, and I do think Solana is going to be over at least $1,000 per soul coin in the future. So I have no qualms about that. I really, truly believe that. And I think it will hit almost $500 this year in 2024. I really, truly believe that. Um, I do think Doge will hit a dollar, which will be great for me. Um, I think Bitcoin will hit 120K. I think Ethereum will hit, I'm going to say 10,000. Um, I think Ethereum will hit 10K. Um, and again, these are just my predictions. You don't have to believe them. Um, I think Tron could hit... Maybe 50 cents, 50 cents, maybe 75 cents, which would be great, especially for my staking rewards. Um, but yeah, I really truly believe that a lot of these coins, especially Bitcoin, will no longer have 10 X's. After 2028, folks, Bitcoin and most of these cryptos will only have a 2X, maybe a 3 if you're lucky, because the volatility is going to be gone, man. Everybody that becomes a millionaire or a billionaire, these next eight years are pretty much it. These next seven years are pretty much it. Like, these next seven years are your last chance to become a millionaire or a billionaire. This is pretty much it. Because after, after 2029, bro, that's it. Ain't no more of this 1,000x, 50x, 20x. That's all over with. It's going to be just like the stock market. You may see a 3X if you're lucky. You may see a 3X. That's it. A 3 fucking X after 2029. That is it. That is fucking it. And you're not going to see these 80% corrections anymore either. You may see a 50% correction. You may see a 20% correction. Hell, if you're lucky, you might see a 10% correction. 
Like, it's going to become normal to not see these pumps in huge dumps anymore, folks. And that's the crazy part. So, we've been spoiled. We had a long time. Now Wall Street's getting in. And they're not going to be dealing. They're going to manipulate the shit out of the crypto market. And it's definitely manipulated now. But you just wait till all those 80% corrections stop. You wait until those 1,000x or 10,000x stop. People are going to, a lot of people that are traders and stuff, they're going to lose interest in crypto, Bitcoin and altcoins, and they're never coming back ever again in life. And they're going to miss out on the biggest transfer of wealth in human history because we will never see this again in our lifetime, folks. We will never see a market like the cryptocurrency market in our lifetime ever a fucking again. Take advantage of it. This is why I cannot be a maxi. Because there's too many opportunities. And again, it's not to become rich, folks. It's not. It's to decentralize from the traditional system. That is was my main goal from the very beginning in 2010 when I got into Bitcoin. That's why I love Bitcoin so much. Because it's changed my life for the better. And the longer I continue to hodl, the longer I continue to dollar cost average, my retirement is going to be fine. Same thing with my altcoins. As long as I continue to use Doge's money, as long as I continue to have a second wallet that's, you know, with the Thor Chain Saver program on the desk, continue getting that yield. Same thing with Solana staking, same thing with TRX staking. It is what it is. I can always use a second Doge wallet to spend on a daily basis on Bit Refill. So, folks, as much as I respect Lightning and I love Lightning, right now I am back on the blockchain transacting on Doge. For now, I may go back to Lightning again. I may just use Lightning when I'm traveling outside the U.S. to Bitcoin-only events or... If I'm in a place like South Africa or if I'm in a place like China, you know, places that really use it or El Salvador that really use Bitcoin and altcoins definitely will use them. Because, folks, I'm not going to lie to you, man. Yes, I'm, I'm angry that I couldn't go to South Africa. But like I said, I think it's for the reason because the supreme being Allah definitely wants me to see other places first. He probably wants me to see Prague. He probably definitely wants me to see China first. To interact with those people over there first. Before I get to El Salvador. And I think next year, next January, I'll be able to go to South Africa. I'm not guaranteeing. I don't know what the Supreme Being has in store for me. Personally, I don't, I don't know what Allah has in store for me. But whatever it is, I am willing to take it. I am happy. I am proud. You know, I'm blessed. By the supreme being Allah and everything that he's ever given me in my life. I have no regrets of my life, folks. None at all. None at all. I've lived my life and every decision I've made up to this point has got, got me where I am today. So, folks, I'm going to get the hell out of here. It is over. It is almost 3.30 in the morning. This podcast will be available at 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 a.m. Pacific but I will be back later on tonight for the independent news section, folks. So make sure you share this content with friends, family, co-workers, prostitutes, LGBT, and everybody else like that. And I will talk to y'all later tonight. Peace.